Radio. What is good, Sixer Nation? Welcome on in to another edition of Philly Take with RB. First show of the 2023 off season. Where do we go from here, man? Still not over it. Pure heartbreak, devastation, but now it's time to try to move on a little bit and uh, talk about what this team needs to do to steer the ship right. Welcome on into the show, man. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the content. We're not going anywhere, man. This is the place to be for Sixer fans, and we have you covered, man. A lot to get into today. Give me your thoughts in the chat, and we'll break it down. We'll we'll talk about Joel Embiid, what happened yesterday, James Harden, Doc Rivers, and a whole bunch of new stuff already coming out today. That is right. I mean, you know how the Sixers offseason usually goes. Uh, It has not skipped a beat. We are here, and it it is already getting started. (laughs) It is already getting started. The things that are being thrown around today. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, man. Need everybody to do me a favor, man. Drop a like on this stream. Hit the subscribe and uh, drop a comment in the chat. The question of the day to Sixer Nation out there. Where do the Sixers go from here? What should their first move be in the offseason? Let me know in the chat. Shout out to all the channel members constantly supporting and uh, you know making it happen for us here. We will uh, open up the phone lines a little later on and get a few calls because uh, I need to hear from the people, man. There was a, a lot of discourse today, and to be honest, I'm still not completely over it. You know, the Sixers not only losing game seven once again, but the way that they went out, just absolutely sorry. Yesterday on the post-game video, that, that was my depressed state, my, my depressed feelings. Today will be more of a little bit uh, of a rant. And, you know, it's almost like a Sixers therapy session. It is the therapy session. Uh, You know, let it all out in the chat, on the phone lines. I'm pissed still. I'm really pissed. Like, I'm tired today. I'm still just not in a good mood after the way they went down yesterday. As much as we backed this team up, as much as we fought for this team, as much as it felt like the different year, and they got absolutely blasted on, on, on national TV in Game 7 by the freaking Celtics, man. Uh, it is rough, man. Shout out to Aura for sponsoring tonight's show, leading provider in digital safety and fraud protection. They are here to protect us from the frauds that are the 2023 Philadelphia 76ers. Go down to the description, click the link, and get two free weeks of Aura. All right, man. I, I put this out on, on Twitter today. It, it kind of hit me kind of hit me and um, a lot of people were interacting with this one I I need some thoughts I need some answers this has nothing to do with yesterday I feel like I got everything out about yesterday on the on the post game video but I started to think this morning this organization is being run so ass backwards right now and, and I'm tired of it man this is one example right here how is the person that started this whole shenanigan that started this whole mumble jumble still making decisions in the front office. 
Has anybody even remembered that Elton Brand is making primary decisions alongside Daryl Morey? Now, Daryl Morey deserves some heat. Elton Brand deserves some heat. The owners, the coach, the players, everybody. Yesterday's game, there's no reason that Joel Embiid, James Hard did not show up like this. But Elton Brand is still here. The guy that acquired Jimmy Butler, and I was very, very much you know, a fan of early on back in 2018, who then let Jimmy Butler walk, who's now in the Eastern Conference Finals for the third time in four years. Tobias Harris was then overpaid, and that's not Tobias's fault. His dad represents him. Elton Brand hit the panic button, said, here you go, here's $180 million. Then he paid Ben Simmons. Then he paid Al Horford. He paid Al Horford on the same night he overpaid Tobias Harris. Everything went downhill since then. And all of that has led up to now. Daryl Morey has been trying to clean up this mess, but the guy that created the mess is trying to help him clean up the mess. I, it doesn't make sense. All right, I think this final postseason run was the last straw for a lot of people, including myself. And, you know, I, I'm to the point where all season long, all I said on this show, if you've been tuning in constantly, what did I say? Just give me one postseason run of a healthy co-star with Joel Embiid. We got the best chance at that we are ever going to see. We got a healthy James Harden. We had Joel Embiid, even though he was injured, he was playing through it just fine. Tyrese Maxey, and we still could not get over the second round, and you wasted your best opportunity with this core to ever get to the conference finals. You're looking at Miami. You're looking at a potential Nuggets or Lakers team. It was right there in front of you. And now, once again, you're sitting here, but now you have even more questions because your leader, your MVP, Joel Embiid, not only got blasted in Game 7, but he walked around like he didn't try. The body language was miserable. I don't. I still don't understand. The one thing you did from last season to, off, to this uh, season, during last offseason, was to go out and get a dog. You got P.J. Tucker, and last year you addressed mental toughness, and you still go out this year on the same way with Tobias Harris saying they didn't have enough mental toughness. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. This whole thing has to, has to be changed, man. Now, I'm not to the point yet where I'm saying trade everybody, like get rid of it all, start over. I'm not there yet. However, what I will say right here, right now on this show, and listen up, man, because I've had enough. You look at a lot of these other talented teams, these talented cores, right? How long do they usually last? Three years, maybe four years at the most. Look at what's going on right now, even with the coaching carousel. You have Mike Boonholzer who won a chip a few years ago. You have Nick Nurse, who won a championship. You have Monty Williams, who was coach of the year twice and got to the finals. They're all available. It is a quick turnaround now in this game, in this industry, in this business. Doc Rivers said it on his post game yesterday. It's the nature of the business. All right? And the same thing goes for the players. There, there is no more staying with a team, keeping the core together for 15 years. And the Sixers have lost five out of six times in the second round. And the only other outlier was the bubble year when they got swept because they had Al Horford next to Joel Embiid. At some point, you have to say enough is enough. So even though I'm not ready to say get rid of every single player and just go completely rebuild, 
What I will say is that this is the first time, man. Everybody has to be on the table. Every option has to be explored at this point. Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey might be the only one that is 100% safe because he's 22 years old and he looks like a blossoming star. Other than Tyrese Maxey, how can you keep running this thing back into the ground and saying it's going to be different? Oh, well, we had Ben Simmons. True. He was a fraud. Oh, well, we let Jimmy Butler go. True. We still got swept. Oh, well, we had this and that and we had injuries and, you know, Joel missed two games against Miami. True. But now it's history. And then you exposed and blew your best chance at getting to the conference finals. I'm sick of this, man. At some point, you have to steer the ship right and you have to make some hard decisions. Another thing that's screwing us up, which we will take a look at here in a little while, the Sixers barely have any draft assets. So if you want to get better, how do you do it? How do you do it? That's my question. Right now, you have Joel Embiid, who's about to kick into a, a supermax. Then you have James Harden, who can opt into a player option. And, you know, you could sign and trade him or let him walk. But if you let him walk, you're not getting anything back. So you might as well do a sign and trade. And there's a lot of rumors about James Harden, which we'll get to in a second. I'm telling you, a lot has come out today. It's been overwhelming. And then you have Tobias Harris going into the last year of an expiring deal. So that can be moved probably to a younger team who's trying to get more cap space next year. But it's time to make changes, man. This was your best chance with this core. You finally saw what it was like with Joel and another co-star healthy. And I think they deserved that opportunity, but they absolutely blew it. Um, a couple things before we talk about the Harden stuff. You know, I was going back and forth with some people on Twitter. I would love to know the thoughts uh, of the Sixer Nation out there. And uh, once again, welcome in, everybody. Philly Take with RB. We're here the next day trying to make sense of it all. Trying to let it all out. Let it all out in the comments. Sixers therapy, that's what we're here for. Uh, hit that like button, man. Welcome in. But I'm not perfectly okay with seeing this after the game. And there was a lot of interesting quotes. I think some of the Joel stuff got taken out of context. But this, this is what pissed me off the most. Do you agree or disagree? Now I get it. They're buddies. They train together with Drew Hanlon. Perfectly fine, right? But you're out here all buddy-buddy after the game. You're smiling, laughing. No, no. Anybody else ticked off about this, man? I'm pissed about this. And then to even make it worse, to put salt in the wound, you got uh, James Harden here on Instagram, on NBA ESPN page, and he's liking a post celebrating Jason Tatum's 51-point game. Of course, all the Harden fans were pissed off that I mentioned it. But I'm pissed off about this. Now, what are you celebrating, man? You just got your ass whooped. How come when Giannis got disappointed and, and he got frustrated, Giannis went to the lab. He said, I don't want to train with any superstars. I don't want to go out here and talk to anybody all offseason. Don't hit me up on my phone. Don't bother me. I'm going to the lab. And what did he do? He turned in to a two-time MVP and won a damn championship. Obviously, different situations, but Joel Embiid should be pissed. James Harden should be pissed. Yet, you got James Harden out there post-game, just nonchalant, like, eh, eh, it was a good first year together without any injury together. You got Joel Embiid out here making jokes about the Giannis saying, oh, it's a step to success. I'm, how come the fan base is more pissed off than they are? Anybody else feel this way, man? It's frustrating, man. 
I think Joel Embiid is an MVP player. I think he deserved it this year. But the way he, you know, uh, you know, came out in this series and didn't take assertiveness and didn't really take much accountability. I mean, he took a little bit yesterday. He did say he's got to get better, but I'm tired of hearing the we got to get better, man. I want to see it. I want it to get better. And, you know, it, it, it really, really irked me seeing him go out there and play the game that way yesterday. That was the biggest game of your career. That was a legacy statement game right there. And it was a no-show. And a lot of people are getting on him today, deservedly so, you know. I mean, at some point, you got to call it out. Five, five times in six years, I'm pissed. I'm pissed, man. And I want, I want good with this team. I, I want things to get better. I, I, you know, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of things to talk about. We're going to be covering it all off season, but right now in the moment still, I am pissed off. Let me know what you guys think about this, man. $5 super chat from Kenny, the jet Smith shout out to one of our great members. He says it's either get a nugget style team around a bead or trade in bead while his value is still high. Agree or disagree. Cause we're going to be talking uh, more about this potential and bead stuff. But I got to be honest, this is the first time you have to listen to everything. You, you need to listen to what makes sense for your team because right now, Joel Embiid, his value is probably at the highest it'll ever be coming off an MVP. And you have no draft assets, really, other than a few. So if you want to get better and you do decide to retool and you say this is enough, well, guess what? Joel's the only guy of, of value in terms of an asset. He's the only valuable asset on this team. That could get you probably four or five first-round picks. But Kenny makes a very good point with his super chat, and I agree 100%. I think we realize something very big in these playoffs. I think we realize something very, very monumental, and that is whether you think Joel can or can't be the 1A on a championship team, maybe he can, maybe he can't, you have to surround him with the exact type of niche players that he requires you get what i'm saying look at how the nuggets are set up where they have a a guard that can create off the dribble a wing that can knock down and defend an, an athletic rebounder how many times have i said that in these playoffs they have every niche piece around the center there's a huge conversation about can a center win as the primary option as the main scorer in today's game you have to have a very niche team and the sixers have no wings that are really competent of knocking down shots, creating off the dribble, and don't get me started with Tobias Harris and the rebounding. They don't rebound anything. And Joel is not a, a natural rebounder, and the Sixers get cooked on the glass. I mean, I would argue their best skilled rebounder is Paul Reed. Their best rebounder is Joel Embiid, but their best skilled rebounder, the guy that does it the best in terms of technique, is Paul Reed. So that's how I'm feeling. And I'm frustrated still. Uh, $5 Super Chat from Mr. Roddy Poo. Mr. Roddy Poo, thank you for always supporting the show, Ben. Pat Bev said there was a bunch of stars who don't care about winning. Sad to say we have two of them trading both of the frauds and hiring a new coach. So Mr. Roddy Poo says get rid of Embiid and Harden and get a new coach in here. Interesting. Backyard Birds Podcast, member for one month. Thank you for being a channel member. Says we have to face it. Embiid will never be a leader. Hmm. Mm. Big MGM with a $5 super chat says Doc cannot be your coach next year. He's lost the most game sevens in NBA history with 10. 
Doc Rivers has lost the most series clinching games in NBA history. He's lost the most game sevens, and he's lost 10 in a row to get to the conference finals. I mean, that is that is gut-wrenching. Even though I don't even put most of the blame on Doc in this one, you just you have to have your team prepared, and you know you got to look at everybody. Everybody has to self-reflect here, and um, you know this is just a monumental failure. I mean, they finally had a chance to go all in. It was all set up. And again, credit to the Celtics for getting it done. I still don't think the Celtics played a best, you know, best of seven series. I don't think they were that good. Maybe Celtic fans will admit it themselves, but you know, there's people out there saying, oh, the Celtics were the better team. I mean, they didn't even play that well. And the Sixers still could not capitalize. And I don't care what anybody says, man. I saw it with my own eyes. Game six, 83-81. We were calling the game live. You had felt it. You felt the atmosphere. I wasn't even there, and I felt the atmosphere. The Sixers had them with their backs to the wall. All they had to do was hit a damn shot in five minutes. They could not do it. It was 0 for 8, and the Celtics took over. And once Jason Tatum felt that you know, little uh, ambition, felt that little motivation, once he started to hit some shots, and he's like, oh, wait, I'm Jason Tatum. I can knock down. It, there was no looking back. And then he goes for 51, the most in a game seven in NBA history. <laughs> the Sixers can't just let him beat us. They have to let him go for 51, the most in history. And again, even if the Sixers went out swinging, I would not be as mad as I am right now. They did not try. They just bottomed out. You got these type of players for this moment. You got P.J. Tucker for a potential game seven, and it didn't matter. And, and we've looked at everybody and it's been deserved, right? We looked at Ben Simmons, who didn't give any effort. We looked at Brett Brown. We looked at this and that and that. Who's the last common denominator? It's Joel Embiid. And he needed to come out better than he did yesterday. And I'm, I'm disappointed with the way he approached the game. So the question is, will Joel get better? I mean, he said he will. But how, how are you going to build this team around him to make it the best possible scenario when you don't have a lot of assets and you don't have a lot of cap space right now? So let's talk about this, man. Do you trust the ownership and the, and the front office? Do they need a rehaul? I know what people think about the ownership, but how about Daryl Morey? And once again, Elton Brand is still making decisions for this basketball team. He is partially uh, involved with Daryl Morey. This is what the Sixers front office did when they tanked for all these assets. Look at these guys they drafted, man. Who do you trust? Who's going to be able to draft effectively? How about you go get the best draft gurus out there? How about you go get the best draft personnel in the country and, and draft a couple wings that can create, that can defend? Go draft. How come in two years you look at these pairings, right? In one, two years, you look at a Steph Clay combo. You look at a Tatum-Brown combo. You look at a Lillard-McCollum combo. Why can't the Sixers get a combo like that in a year? Why? Because they don't draft well. They try to draft three centers in a row. They try to draft three centers in a row, and that can't happen. This is the modern day. You need wings that can create. And, you know, it's time to get something done. Now, before we get to the phones, man, uh, a couple things. Damian Lillard here on Twitter a little while ago. He says uh, he was responding because he had made a comment on the Joel Embiid interview clip 
and somebody came back at him and said, here's the full interview. Don't listen to just a snippet. Damian Lillard says, I saw the full and I love Embiid. I love their roster. Did I miss or did you basketball talk? Not personal. Does Sixer Nation want Damian Lillard? Are we going to go back down that rabbit hole? Is that the only way the Sixers can get another star in here that can produce in crunch time? Are we ready to sit here for another offseason and wish for Damian Lillard? Hey, Dame, you leaving? Hey, Dame, you sick of Portland? Because he keeps saying he's sick of them and he's going to leave, and then he doesn't. I don't know if I can sit here for another three months and wish for Damian Lillard. I wanted him two years ago. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go. We were talking about Dame. We were talking about uh, Bradley Beal. None of them want to leave. None of them want to leave. How about James Harden? Should he stay? Should he get another chance? I'll tell you what, man. Daryl Morey, after seeing that game yesterday, I said James was playing for a max. He cannot give him a a max or a four-year deal. Daryl, I don't care if he's your best friend. You cannot do that. You saw it. It came to light. You saw the true colors. And Harden had a couple great games in his series. And and I, I still appreciated the time with Harden and Embiid. And I think it made Embiid better. And I think he finally got to see what it was like having another star that could win a couple games. But looking at James's age, looking optimistically towards the future, and looking realistically at the same time, I don't think James can be the guy to give a, a four-year deal to for $35 million a year. I thank him for sacrificing. I think he really took a step in terms of being a teammate this year, uh, but it's not, it's not it. It's not it. $5 Super Chat from Mr. Roddy Pooses and Beat said he's going to focus on dribbling and ball handles in the offseason. I'm done with this seven foot two DeRozan. Focus on all the wrong things as a big. Look, man, I mean, you know, he's got to improve his bag. I think he's trying to fit and cater to the modern day offense, but you need to have the exact right pieces around Joel Embiid. That is the key. And I don't know if the Sixers can obtain that with what they have right now. Now, the last thing before we get to the phones, because I need to hear from Sixer fans. I feel like I'm losing my mind all day today. James Harden, a couple reports. So, of course, this comes out the day after the Sixers go down in Game 7. I feel like this is every year we get a report the next day. The national media can't wait to hop on Philadelphia. They can't wait to hop on Philadelphia. And we've heard this multiple times this year. And Woj puts it out today. James Harden is very serious about returning to the Houston Rockets. Whip-de-doo. I'll tell you what, James. If you do indeed go back to Houston, you're not serious about winning. You're not serious about winning. Because all you've said and, and everything I've repeated here on this show is James Harden has one thing left on the legacy line, and that is to win a championship. Houston is not winning a damn thing. And if you go back to Houston, you don't want to win. You're ready to just ride it out for the rest of your career and say, all right, man, it was a good ride. It was a nice try. You know, Brooklyn, Philly, Houston, but it's time to go back and maybe win when I'm 41 on the last leg. If you go back to Houston, that's not it, man. It's not it. Little more on this Wotes says, quote, it may ultimately be a leverage play for James. Houston may be his way to get him the kind of guaranteed money long term he wants from Philly. Uh no. Please no. But I would underestimate it just as a leverage play. I think he's very serious about returning. Philadelphia 
They have strong relationships in that organization from Daryl Morey, starting with him in their front office. It's going to be a really interesting couple of months. Listen, I know Daryl Morey, you know, keeps his ear open to a lot of, you know, content, media, local. He has to know how Sixer fans are feeling at this point. He has to know how Sixer fans are feeling at this point. Um, they're exhausted. They're frustrated. They feel like they're in this never-ending cycle. And there was a clip of Daryl Moore yesterday when the players were walking off the court into the ton- or into the locker room. And Daryl Moore looked like he just got done crying his eyes out. Daryl Moore, I'm telling you, is a fan just like the rest of it. He was pissed. There is no way he watched that team and said, we're going to run this thing back. You can't do that again. If he tries to run that thing back, I'm telling you, I, I mean, I think it's in the owner's hands at that point. You can't do that again. Even if it's your best friend, you got to make the decision. Uh, this came out a little while after James Harden's future with the Sixers will be determined by the team's decision to fire or retain Doc as the head coach. Ramona Shelburne, we'll, we'll play her quote in a second, but yesterday on the postgame interview, and again, kind of taken out of context, you have to listen to the clips. They asked James about Doc Rivers, and he didn't really like, support or back doc like yeah that's my coach that's my guy he just said he said yeah our relationship's okay our relationship's okay what does that mean james what do you not have is there something going on behind the scenes here did doc rivers and james have some type of beef because let me tell you something man joel and b came out yesterday and he said our relationship has improved talking about doc rivers he said uh, doc and i have improved over the years and you know, he really helped me out, helped my game, and and he's a good coach and said a couple other things, paraphrasing here, of course. Um, but James Harden said the relationship's okay. That's all he said. Should the Sixers keep Doc Rivers or should they go on this coaching carousel that is so hot on the grill right now with Monty Williams and Nick Nurse and Mike Budenholzer or even Sam Cassell? Who do, what do you guys think about that? I mean, there's so many puzzle pieces now that you have to plug around and play. That's why it's going to be interesting to be talking about all of this all off season long. It's crazy, man. What do you guys think about that? Should they keep doc rivers? What is the first move they should make? And why hasn't the doc rivers news come out? I I would say if it's coming out, if you had to ask RB to predict if doc rivers is getting fired, I think it's tomorrow. And if he doesn't get fired tomorrow, I think he's staying. I mean, I'm being honest with you because what are you going to wait two weeks and then say, oh, Doc has been relieved of his duties? I mean, I think it would have to be tomorrow. I think it would have to be tomorrow. Kastner with a $2 super chat says, I'm the biggest James Harden fan, but bye bye. And Kastner, I respect you, man, because again, there are a lot of James Harden fans and I appreciate all of them that have, you know, come to be a part of this channel. But you have to keep it real at some point. I love Joel, and I've loved James and his play this year, but they did not show up when it mattered most, and that requires change. That's how it is in any business. You know, you don't get the results. You don't produce time to change. And it's been five out of six years. A lot of teams would not have this type of leash, and it's just bad, man. It's just bad. Here's the little quote we'll play, and then we'll get to the phones, man. Shout out to everybody in here. We got 640 people. Hit the like button, guys, right now. Get this to 300 likes right now. Bada boom, bada bing. All right, let's listen to this quote from Ramona Shelburne. 
move forward with James Harden and Joel Embiid as your pairing. Hmm. Is this your superstar pairing moving forward? Because James Harden can become a free agent, which means that you have to decide if you want to give him a four-year contract. You want to lock this in for the next four years. And that decision, from what I understand, talking to people around the Celtics, also now becomes tied. All right, we have to mute it there because of the music. Do not want to get this copyrighted. Um, but yeah, essentially she said what we talked about from Woj, which is, um, and here's the quote right here, behind the scenes from what I'm told, one person said to me that it would be hard to see James wanting to come back and play for Doc Rivers. What is going on with Doc Rivers and James Harden? I know they had their little squabble, not even a squabble, but just an honest conversation before the season. And then, you know, Doc wanted him to play a different way. And James took that role and he was a good teammate. And then yesterday, Doc Rivers even said, you know, James sacrificed for the team. Meanwhile, James Harden says, yeah, our relationship is okay. Like, what does that mean, James? What does that mean, James? I would love to know. I would love to know. Where do the Sixers go from here, man? Where do the Sixers go from here? Mr. Roddy Poo with the $5 Super Chat says, did see a popular podcast earlier called Player's Choice, and one of the panelists uh, said his source said Doc's decision is made mutually parting ways. I wouldn't be surprised if Doc Rivers stepped away. He was supposed to retire before he came to the Sixers. He's tired of going through this. However, yesterday he did say he wants to finish out the last two years of his contract. That's if the Sixers don't fire him. If they do fire him, I think they will call it a mutually parting ways type of thing. But um, like I said, anybody is on the line right now. Anybody is at is at the stake because it's tiring getting the same damn results, getting the same results. Well, that's all I have, man. Uh, call into the show 508-924-3784. We're going to keep talking about a couple things. I want to look at the Sixers draft position and all that. The uh, lottery is tomorrow night, but, you know, they're, they're thin right now. They're very, very thin right now. So call into the show. Give me your thoughts. What is the one move that the Sixers need to make right now to begin the offseason? What would you do? What is the direction of this team? Where would you go? Give me all your thoughts before we get to the phone line. Shout out to our sponsor of tonight's show, Aura. Aura is an easy-to-use app. That includes everything you need to stay safe online by protecting you from scammers and hackers on the internet. They fight back against all the annoying websites that try to make your personal info public, and they alert you if any of your private info is found. They are the leading provider in digital safety and fraud protection. They are here to protect us right now from the frauds that are the 2023 Philadelphia 76ers. They're here to give us real-time alerts on suspicious credit inquiries, and they even provide you with a VPN to stay anonymous online while scrolling. They even have a password manager where you can store all of your credentials. They've helped me out multiple times, including a few weeks ago, and they can help you out right now to take the next step in protecting your online safety. Go down to the description, click the link or.com slash Philly take and receive a two week free trial of all of their services. All right, man, enough of me talking. I'm still pissed off. I'm still frustrated. I don't know what to say. I don't know where to go yet. I'm not there yet. All right, I'm coping. I'm in the coping stage. We have any therapists out there? This is Sixers therapy. Do we have any professional therapists tuning into the show? 
Who has the answers? I don't have them yet, man. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. Um, we will go to the 267. 267 on the line. Yo. Oh, hey, what's up, dude? What up, man? I can't believe you answered. Hey, you're here, man. You're here, man. Yeah, there's a little bit of delay in the stream. But, yeah, first move they need to make is fire Doc. 100%. He, he needs to be gone. And, and then what? Where, and where do you go from there? The, the front office the front office is god-awful. Whoever let them draft, or not draft, but attain, you know, Dwayne Dedman and freaking Montrez Harrell, like, I mean, why, why? You know what I mean? Like, it just, any, like, casual fan knows that those guys are trash now. You know what I mean? At this stage in their career. So, I don't know. I say give Embiid one more year, build around him and Maxi. If Harden wants to come back on a team-friendly deal, fine. You know, let's do it. But don't overpay that man. And I mean, if he wants I mean, to walk, walk. He's he's got a player option for one year. I don't anticipate him taking the player option though. I I think he wants a four-year deal, and I think you know he's going to do whatever it takes to get that. Yeah. Then I say just let him let him walk. Build around, build around Embiid and and Maxi, because Maxi's a Maxi's a stud, and I think that right now with Harden on the roster, I think it's holding, I think it's holding him back. Mm. Same with Doc, because mm. he's not, he's just, you know, they can't just run pick and roll with Harden and Embiid, and then just give the ball to Maxi when when they're tired. Yeah, or, you know, shoot out to, you know, Melton or whatever. It just, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I've been I've been watching the NBA since 2008 when Doc won the chip with the Celtics, and then we watched them all with the Clippers. He needs to be gone. I want Monty Williams. All right, Monty Williams train. I love it. We got one on the tally there. Yes, sir. All right, man. Appreciate the call. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Bye. All right, we're gonna go rapid fire. We have a lot of people calling in here. There's a lot on the line. Um, let's go to. The two five four. Two five four is next. Yo, what up? Uh, what's up? This is Chuck from Texas. Chuck what's from Texas. On, what up, man? How are you? Man, I'm not good. I'm not good at all. And I'm feeling the way that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not gonna take up too much of your time. But let's start from the beginning, okay? All right, First let's do and it. foremost, you try to trust the process. Okay, in the early uh, 2010s or whatnot, that didn't work. The, ben, the uh, Brett Brown, uh, Ben Simmons, <laughs> and uh, Joel and B experiment just did not work out. You brought in Doc. Listen, everybody knows the reason why Doc won that championship in uh, 2008 with the Celtics. It wasn't because of him. RB, you know basketball. Who won that championship? You know it, man. The four Hall of Famers. <laughs> <laughs> it was the defense. Oh, man. Right? And, and and it had to do with Thibodeau uh, being on the bench, which nobody talks about. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to speed it up because I know you got other callers. Now, fast forward here. Okay? RB, I disagreed with you about bringing in uh, James Harden because okay. he was a great player in the regular season. He's like a Tony Romo of basketball. He does great, tremendous. As soon as he gets to the playoffs, mm. 
It's epic failures. Joel and B disappointed me too. All you was crying about was the MVP. Once you got that MVP, you're healthy this year. You uh you 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 haven't been healthy the last couple of years. Then you come in here and then you stink up the joint too. All three of them got to go. And my last point is, uh, RB, is that they need to build around Max. Mm. Mm. Hey, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't disagree with you right now. I mean, you're telling it how it is, man. I mean, they all they all came up short. And right now, Max, he's the young asset with, with the, the bright future, you know, the spotlight on him. And, you know, he looks like he could be a star. Um I, th- I think he should have got more play in the playoffs. I think he should have had more touches, and, you know, he's shown that he can live up to the moment, but, you know, I don't know if he can fit with James Harden. He's got a future, RB, and in and, and, and order for you to grow, you got to go through the, the ups and downs. Joel Embiid has, has tried to prove time and time again, but he's come up short. James Harden is not the same James Harden that he was in Houston and, of course, uh, okay, people. But uh, RB, I love your channel, man. Uh, continue to show love, and you keep on doing what you do, man. Thank you very much, man. Shout out to Chuck from Texas. Guys, rate that call in the chat. What do you think? He said, get rid of them all. Build around Tyrese. He said, can James, can Joel get Doc out of here? He said, it's the Mad Max show. What do you guys think about Chuck from Texas, man? Mm. He's right, though, man. I mean, you know, Joel Embiid's going to be 30 next year. We talked about age for a while when he was 26. We said 27, 28, 29. Now he's going to be 30, and this is probably the most value you could get for Joel Embiid. Again, I'm not here saying yes or no at this point. I'm still recovering, okay? I'm in recovery mode. However, very good, valid points from the caller, and I'm here to listen to you guys rant and get it all out. A lot of callers on the line. We're going back to the phones Oh, we got my guy in here, man, Sean Fitzpatrick. I know what's coming, man. Sean, what up? What's going on, RB, the day after? How are you holding up? Not well, Sean. Not well. I'm trying to cope. <laughs> yeah, it's tough here. I got to tell you, the Sixers did the impossible. They played so bad in a game seven. They embarrassed an entire fan base mm. for an entire offseason. Yeah. I've got people near me that are so ashamed and humiliated. Yeah. They're taking off their Sixer gear, putting it in the deep recesses of the closet, <laughs> and they're rocking their 1978 Seattle Supersonic oh. stuff today. That's how bad it is. Oh, my gosh. Sean, we talked about it a couple days ago. We said, go out with a fight, man. Go out with a fight. They got embarrassed. And the the worst part is you're not waking up tomorrow playing a game. Like you just said, you got to wait four months now. I'm sick, man. Yeah, no, I hear you. And, I mean, I'm hearing the talk about the rebuild and what needs to be done. And, to me, that's the question is how deep do you want to go? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the first year where I can honestly say, you know, if it comes to a guy like Joel Embiid, I wouldn't hang up the phone if a team called me and offered me a package. I would at least listen. I mean, Joel Embiid especially. I mean, we knew that James Harden is a choking dog. We knew that Glenn Rivers is a loser. But Joel Embiid, I mean, even the stuff he's saying in the press conferences, and I know it's a little out of context, but did you hear him after game six? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get the ball in the last five minutes. Um, 
James and I cannot carry this team. Shut the hell up, Joel. You didn't carry anything. You couldn't carry a damn loaf of bread. You were softer than Charmin. You didn't do shit. I mean, I'm sorry. That That's just a terrible performance by the MVP. That's what you want to leave your fan base with for all their support. Terrible. Inexcusable. Nah, yeah, I, I agree. And, um, you know, after game six, I mean, I, I wasn't too confident, but hearing him say, you know, I didn't get the ball, I didn't get a touch in the last four minutes. Like, you're, you're the superstar. You have to demand. And then you go into game seven, and it's like that mentality literally carried over. I did not expect him to go out and just hang on the three-point line when you got Al Horford flexing on you. I mean, where's the where's the dog in you, man? I, I just thought, you know, you have to be the leader of the squad, and he just did not show up at all in any way. Well, the complexion of this series to me changed with one move, and that was when Joe Missoula inserted Grant Williams back in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Because... You notice that green painted area yesterday in in TD Gardens? That was like kryptonite. Every time the Sixers drove in there, kicked the ball out. And Boston said, you know what? We'll leave these guys open from the wings because we know that they can't make shots. How many open, uncontested shots did they miss yesterday? Clang here, bang there. I mean, just awful. And, And yeah, and I said it in game six, you know, like, James Harden's mentality changed when they double-packed the paint. And, you know, you can't rely on Tobias and PJ to beat you all game. They're just not that good, uh, you know, from the corner. So it's and just there was no there was just no attempt to even crack the paint. It, It was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. Well, I've said for years, my observation is that the Sixers just as a team are too small especially on the wings. They don't have shot makers. They don't have guys that can man up defensively on other teams' big stars. And in a league that revolves around outside shooting, we just don't have it. I mean, if you're going to play shoot the threes all day, at least get some pure shooters. We haven't had one since Seth Curry left here. Yeah. I mean, you, you just can't. You know, I I basically, again, how deep do you want to cut this thing down? I mean, a few cosmetic changes aren't going to be enough. I've already started packing James Harden's bags for him. I'm holding the door open for him. I've called a ride for him to get to the airport to get him out of here. But we're just scratching the surface. That's why you said it earlier. If you're going to think about trading Embiid, the time to do it is now. When he enters his age 30 season, he's breaking down health-wise. His value is never going to be higher. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Sean. Hey, man, I appreciate the call. And uh, unfortunately, it wasn't the the one we wanted a couple days ago. But, um, hey, man, they got to bounce back. Yeah, but in true Sixer lore, it's the one we expected, right? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, man. Sean, appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Have man. a good night. Uh, I mean, is he speaking facts or not? Rate the call. One to ten in the chat. Ten being facts, one being not facts at all. What do you guys think, man? I mean, and B's gonna be 30. Like I said, I'm just I'm just presenting both sides here. I'm just presenting both sides. Like, this could be the best value you'll ever get for Joel like Sean just said the you know he's break he's starting to break down and obviously every year you have to go in and hope and hold your breath and pray that he doesn't get injured but you know 
I mean, he's such a great player, and it's like, damn, man. The Sixers have no other way to improve unless they trade, sign and trade James Harden, or they, you know, they got to trade Tobias, relieve cap space, and and get younger. But that's a lot of like brunt work, you know, like it, it takes time when you're trying to go all in right now and win, and you just don't have a lot of young assets. The way to win, this is exactly right here. This situation is why it is so important to develop your young draft picks, and the Sixers have not developed anybody. And that is why they're in the situation that they are in. All right, there are a lot of callers on the line. We're going back. Rapid fire. Give me your takes. What, what's your offseason outlook? What do the Sixers need to do, man? What do they need to do? Let's go to the uh, 610. 610, what up? <clears throat> yo, yo. Hey, RB, how are you doing? What up, man? Hey, uh, life is good, my guy. Um, mm. I know you got a lot of people on the line, so I'll try to keep it quick. Um, one point I wanted to make is uh, a lot of people are talking about um, Harden not meshing with Doc. Um, one of the reasons I think that is is because Doc holds people accountable. You know, I, I don't doubt for a second that he probably got in Harden's ear and probably told him what's what, you know. Um you know, love Doc or hate Doc. Um, he's a straight shooter. So um, that's kind of my read on the Harden situation. Um, I know a lot of people are talking a lot about rebuilding the team and trading them bead and whatnot. Um, and look, looking at the long-term uh, viability of the team, it's hard to confidently – um, say that we're going to be successful if we keep Embiid, you know, because if you try to rebuild the team around him, what assets do you use to rebuild? The Sixers don't have a first-round pick for two of the next three years. Um, I'm pretty confident that uh, the first uh, first-round pick they can trade is a 2029. Yeah. So you don't have a lot of uh, draft assets. And if you're looking at players on the team to trade, who do you trade? I mean, P.J. Tucker, I mean, he's uh, nah, I 80 years PJ. old and we're paying him $100 million, like for the next three years. Yeah. Are you going to build a package with Furcon, Paul Reed, and a bag of chips? I, I don't think so. Um, if you lean towards keeping Embiid, because we love him, he's an MVP, you know, I remember watching the draft when he was drafted. Um, then I think you have to start talking about doing the unthinkable that nobody wants to do is trade Maxi. He's mm. the only asset you have. Mm. And I just don't think it makes sense, honestly, to trade Maxi. you know, but he's really the only piece you could move. That's desirable that people would want that you could maybe get another star next to Embiid. I mean, I hear people talking about Dane time. And what would Portland want that we could give them? It would be Maxi. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll get off of here. But, uh, bro, I think Embiid's done everything he can do for this city. He's mm-hmm. going to be 30. He has not had a healthy postseason throughout all of his 20s. And seven foot big men, they don't get healthier as they get older. It goes downhill. Look at Shaq. Yeah. It it didn't go good for him, man. Yeah. So, now you're lying. That's my two cents. Yeah. 
Nah, I, I hear you, man. I appreciate the call. Um, some valid points there. I mean, you lost me with the, the whole doc accountability thing. Um, you know, one of the reasons we're in this position is because of the lack of accountability with this organization as a whole. Uh, but it is true. You know, people are talking about Dame and, and this and that. What do the Sixers have to give these teams? What do the Sixers have? They have Joel Embiid, who could probably warrant you five first-round picks and players, and you could do kind of a retool around Tyrese Maxey, or you have Tyrese Maxey to go out and get another, hopefully, co-star and bank on Joel Embiid staying healthy and, and staying right. I mean, that's kind of where you're at, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I mean, it's those two. Tobias isn't going to get you much. Harden's not going to get you much. That's where you're at. That's where you're at. And it's just suck. It's unbelievable that you tanked for all these assets and this is the result. Like you give Danny Ainge these assets. Look what he can produce. You know, it's it's frustrating. It really, really is. All right, back to the phones, man. And guys, hit that like button, man. We got 700 people in here. Let's go back to the phones. I, I need some thoughts, man. What do the Sixers do from here? What do they do from here? 205 on the line. Yo, what up? What's up, uh, How's it going, my man? What up, man? Who do we have on the line? Eugene, man. I'm from. I'm originally from Alabama, but I live in Colorado. Eugene from Colorado. Interesting. All right, let me, let me hear it. Let me hear it, man. I'll be. I am so upset. Mm. I mean, yep. I understand that James had a bad game and he had a bad game, but the last couple of years. Now Achilles' heel has been the forward position. Yep. Thank you. I mean, thank you. We, Jay, Jason Tatum's supposed to be wearing a sixer uniform. We should have drafted this guy. We had no business drafting Markel folks. You already had a point guard in Ben Simmons. Yeah, Why they, would you draft this guy, man? Yeah, they, they weren't going to get Tatum, RB. unfortunately. They weren't going to get him because the Celtics knew who they wanted. The Sixers just essentially gave them more assets. Uh, but, hey, the Sixers need exactly a Tatum-like player. I agree with you there. I mean, you saw what he did in Game 7. I mean, how many points did Tobias have in Game 6? Don't get me started with Tobias, man. It, it, the thing that pisses me off is the the five rebounds in a game. Like, you are a power forward. You have to clean up the glass. Why do the Sixers have no wings that can even rebound a basketball? It just doesn't make sense from a structure standpoint. And then on those switches, RV, Tatum was, you had DeAnthony Melton on Tatum. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had uh, Nasty on Tatum. MB, I mean, what, what, what happened? What was, where do I forward? Not, what was going on? Eugene, they, they don't fight through screens, man. They play soft. And, and it's that's just how Tobias plays, and that's what really ticks me off. You know, missing an alley-oop layup or, you know, not diving on the floor. It's just how he plays very pretty. He tries to play pretty, and I hate it. The Sixers need somebody else, man. They need somebody else. Hey, uh, I'm a big Mark Jackson proponent. You know, if they do part ways with Doc Rivers, I would want to go in that direction. I heard Milwaukee already trying to get him, so, mm. you know, that would be, I think he would be a good coach for us. Hey, man, I appreciate you uh, letting me get on RB. You have a good one, my hey, man. Thank you, my man. Appreciate it. Shout out to Eugene. Let's go to the next one. Um, let's go to the 718. 718, what up? 
Yo, yo. And he dipped. He dipped. Just like the Sixers in Game 7, he dipped. He wasn't ready for the moment. Wasn't ready for the moment. All right, let's go to the 267. 267, what up? Hi, RB. Yo, what up? How you doing? Not well, man. How are you doing? I'm pretty I'm pretty upset. I mean, I've been a Sixers fan for all my life, and to see them go out like this, it's very disappointing. Sickening, man. I mean, like, when, when you have, when you, like, statistically have P.J. Tucker shooting more efficiently in a game than James Harden, mm. what do you do? At that point, you're done. You're cooked. P.J. Tucker was one of the best players in Game 7 for the Sixers. Who could have predicted that? Exactly. And one thing that I think that the Sixers should do in the offseason, granted we just picked them up this season, I think we should honestly ditch DeAnthony Melton, trade him, get mm. something good for him. Because if you look at his stats in... in you got to get closer to the mic, man. A little bit closer. Oh, sorry. Got you. In the last game, he was one for four from three. He was three for ten, and he's just very inefficient. And if you're going to have someone off the bench like that, you're going to need someone that's going to be able to give you buckets. Yeah, you know, the Sixers have not had a killer off the bench in I can't even remember how long. And maybe since, like, Lou Williams, um, when he used to come off the bench a little bit. I just, I'm tired of it, you know. Every year, we get promised different results, and then... You know, you acquire like an Alec Burks at the deadline. You barely play him. You know, you get a DeAnthony Melton who looks good in spots. But the Sixers need a killer off the bench, man. That's why I've been saying a guy like Jordan Clarkson for many years. But just a, a player of that type, a Tyler Hero, somebody like that that you can depend on every single night. And the Sixers just don't have it. For sure. I mean, like, for example, the Celtics, they have a guy, granted he didn't play that great in Game 7, but a guy like Malcolm Ogden, a guy that if your starters aren't doing the greatest, he will like be your spark and like light your team up. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have it, man. Unfortunate. I, just, I think that if we do do a rebuild, Maxi is definitely one of, if not the only person that's safe, I think that we need to trade our pieces and bring it not much worth now, but if if we can try to get as much as we can and see if we can build around Max. Yeah, man, we'll see what happens. Hey, appreciate the call, man. We'll go to a couple more here on the phones and then we'll get out of here, man. But like I said, guys, I appreciate everybody. We will be tapping in all off season. The shows will not stop videos, live streams, we might even cover some of the games this week just because I want to watch basketball. I want to see how this series plays out. Had the, uh, had the Heat fans on me heavy because I said the Celtics will win in five games. I just think Tatum woke up at this point. I think Tatum woke up, and I just don't... Again, I love Jimmy. I'll be rooting for Jimmy Butler. I want that man to get to the finals, but I just don't see it happening. They have eight undrafted players. Let me put this in perspective before we get to the last couple callers, all right? The Miami Heat have eight undrafted players. Do you know the most undrafted players in a postseason on a team ever? Do you know how many it is before this year? Five. They have eight undrafted players. Why are they successful? 
Why are they in the conference final? Why did the Lakers literally change their entire team other than LeBron and AD at the trade deadline and they're in the conference damn finals because they have competent decision makers. That's why. Miami Heat are built on a culture. They have Eric Spolstra. The Lakers went out and got athleticism and good complementary pieces that fit around the other two. That's why. I mean, it's really not that hard to see. It's not that hard to see. And it's frustrating, man. Somebody said to me earlier this year, the Sixers don't have culture. When they acquire pieces like P.J. Tucker, they don't bring the culture that they're you know embedded with. They adapt to the culture that is here in Philadelphia, and I've never seen it more clearly, man. It's true. It is true. $2 Super Chat from Jose Lucas says, we, fit, we effed ourselves when we let Jimmy go to the Heat. I hear you, man. I agree. $5 Super Chat from Josh90 says, hey, love your show, RB. A little off topic. How do you feel about the Orlando Magic future? I think they will be the next young team on the rise. Appreciate the Super Chat. Uh, Orlando has a lot of young talent, man. It's just going to be how do they capitalize? How do they capitalize with it going forward? When will they make the jump? Sixers need to build better culture, man. All right, let's go to the phones. Um, let's see. We got a bunch of callers on. Shout out to everybody. We're going to try to get to as many as we can. And if not, we'll continue to do these shows. Let's go to the 540. Oh, yo. Hey, RB. Yo, What's what up, up, man? What up, man? Hey, a little, little bit of uh, background just... noise. A little bit of background noise. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm working tonight. Hey, uh, all good, man. Hey, man. Uh, I've been a long time listening for you for the last since you've been on the internet, oh. and uh, I enjoy your show, man. You are a true, true out and out sixer, and I love being around you, man. But you, man. all I'm trying to say is this: uh, Doc Rivers really needs to go, man. Mm. And the fact that uh, uh, I, I have to go with the uh, get rid of the chokers, man. Get rid of the chokers. James Harden has to go. When you, when, as long as you've been in this league and, and all you scoring is nine points, man, that ain't going to work, bro. Yep. yep. I can tell you that right now. Yep. And I, I just want to let you know, man, hey, uh, I, like I said, I've been watching your show for the last two to three years, man. You are a great commentator. And I'm surprised that ESPN hasn't called you, man. Oh, man, you're, I appreciate You're a real that. good dude, bro. Thank you so much, man. You know what I'm saying? Thank yes, you. sir. You're a bad cat, bro. Thank you. And uh, this is uh, and for my son. My son told me this uh, about about two years ago when we drafted uh, Maxi. He said, Dad, he said, Maxi is the best player the Sixers are going to get for a while. Mm. And I'm surprised. Uh, my, a shout out to my son Uriah Williams, man. He's the one that told me this. So uh, when it, when he told me this, I didn't think nothing about it. I didn't think Maxi was that good because I never really saw him. Right. But man, this cat is bad. And I think what they need to do is clean everything out. Mm. Get rid of if you got to get rid of Embiid, get rid of Embiid. Just get some good players to surround Maxi because I think Maxi is the man that we need. Hey, I like to take and, and 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 the fact of, and the fact of, of the matter is this: the reason why I think we lost a lot of games this year is because we don't have a good supporting bench. 
Yeah. And Isaiah Joe, uh, the guy that uh, uh, Isaiah Joe was absolutely marvelous, oh, but man. we did not give him a chance. Nope. nope. And I, and I, yeah, I, I think I think uh, Doc Rivers really needs to go because I don't think he really understands or evaluates or develops talent. Yeah, and we haven't developed talent in a long time, man. Yeah, and you know what it is, man. It, it, Doc Rivers is not prone to playing young players. And what do you have to do to be yeah. successful? You have to develop your young players, and the Sixers don't do that. That's right. So it's, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, how, I mean, how you going how you gonna know what to do if they if if you put them in if you put them on if you put them in the game and they and they haven't really been in a situation like that. Yeah, and then you know, and, yeah, and you, then they got, got a short leash. You got to put them in in a tight situation, man. Yeah. You got to. Yeah, and then they got a short leash, man. And right, and 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 Tobias Harris, man, I don't. And what the heck are we doing, bro? What, why in the world would we have Tobias Harris? Did, did you see the move that Tatum did to him? He mm. did it. He made the book guy twirl around. Did you see that? That was absolutely ridiculous, man. And I'm oh. sitting back. Why do we have Tobias Harris out there? And and another thing, I think we should have let Embiid sit on the bench and brought him in on the bench because he was. If the boy has a bad knee, man, go with go with Paul Reed. Paul Reed, but Paul Reed is bad, and we better keep him. I guarantee you that. Oh man, dude, I I love the emotion, like just letting it all out, like a therapy session, man. Um, and, Bro, oh, I, I've been a Sixer fan since I was a little boy, man. Yeah. I was a I was a Sixer fan because before I came before I became an Eagle fan. So when I see Dr. J and Bobby Jones and uh, uh, Caldwell Jones and all and Daryl Dawkins, man, this thing goes pretty deep for me. Excellent. So I, I I see you know these guys are good. And to be honest, I know you you may not want to hear this, RB. But the fact of the matter is, we may have to go and do something that is drastic. Mm. And I hate to say it because I don't really want him here. But we need somebody that can compliment. Our, I mean, uh, Maxie. And the only guy that I know that can compliment uh, Maxie at this time probably would be Kyrie Irving. And I hate to say it, but it's true. I can't get on board with that, man. Not not Kyrie. He's not going to stay on the floor, man. <laughs> you lost me there, man. You lost me there. Not yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, I had a, I had a feeling mm. you were going to say that. Mm. Can't, yeah. can't get on board with that. I mean, yeah, man. Hey, you have a good night, man, and enjoy yourself, all right? Thank you. Go Sixers. Yo, and, and what's your name yes, again, sir. man? What's your name? My, na- my name is Downtown. Downtown. All right, man. Downtown. Yes, sir. Let's get it going. All right. Peace. You take it easy, bro. Thank you, man. My man, he, he needs to sound those uh, those fire alarms in the back, man. He said Kyrie Irving? Kyrie, heck no. You If you want to burn this franchise to the ground and, and relocate to the West Coast, yeah, get Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving? I told you exactly what was going to happen with Kyrie Irving, with the Dallas Mavericks. I told you what was going to happen. I tried to tell you. That team sunk to the ground. And it wasn't all because of Kyrie, but it was because of Kyrie's effect. Anywhere he goes, he touches it. It's just not working out. He's one of the most skilled players, but it's all up here, man. It's all up here. No thank you. No thank you.
Shout out to the caller, man. We'll get a couple more in here. Uh, let's go to our guy, Zach. We got our guy. We got a returning caller. Zach, what up, man? What's up? What's up? I'm still feeling pretty bad after yesterday, man. Can't lie. All right. So, so what's, what's the direction now? Now what? If I'm being honest, I think you got to blow it up at this point. All right. Um, from what we've seen from Joel from the years past, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't bring him back, man. I'm sorry mm. to say it. Um, I hear you, man. Not just him though. You got Harden, you got Toby, they all got to go. Doc, you know, it's not even really his fault. I can't really blame the stars not showing up on Doc. Yeah. But the track record, I I can't have that. I hear you, man. The only one, the only person I keep at is Maxie. Yeah. No, I got you, man. I I hear you. They they got to make some big changes. What I saw on Sunday was just, I'm done at this point. (laughs) I feel you, man. They got to make some big changes and, you know, you got to get, got to steer the ship right. So we'll see what they can do, man. But I mean, at this point too, Joel's at his peak value in terms of trading. Yeah. I mean, it's probably the best you're going to get in terms of his value, given the fact he just won an MVP. So tough decisions to make, man. tells me though that Daryl Morey might try to run this back. Nah, he can't run Um, it back. At least with Joel, I don't see I don't see them getting rid of Joel. Anything's possible. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they don't get rid of him. I mean, he's still a transcendent player, but again, you have to surround him with the exact type of core that he needs, which will be hard to do so with this structure. So it's going to be and, tough, man. And I think the only way they can get a team around Joel they need is by trading Maxi away. Yeah, and that's and not happening. I just wouldn't do that because his potential is too high. Yeah, it's not happening. All right, Zach. We've seen too many times with this franchise, um, what they their friend their front office, you know, made so many mistakes. M- m- giving away Maxi would be an ultimate. They're not giving up. him away. They cannot do that. Yeah, they're not. They're not giving him away. No way. He's the like the only young asset they have. It's not happening. So it's. I mean. You got to find a way to manipulate with James and Tobias, but it's going to be hard. But shout out to Zach, man. Appreciate the call. Get to a couple more. Rapid fire. Give me some thoughts. Give me some energy. Give me some takes, man. I don't know what to say, man. I mean, people keep talking about, you know, they're, they're saying, you know, Joel, Maxi. Maxi's not going anywhere. Maxi's not going anywhere. Uh, Joel and Bede might not be going anywhere, and I don't blame them if they do. Um, but again, you got to get a, you have to get a perfect wing in here. Who will that be? And if you can't do that, then again, this is the first time I would say you open any option on the table. You have to get a, a perfect wing because let's think about it, right? Think about the nuggets. For example, I know it's a different type of structured team, but think about it, dude. Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr., with Nikola Jokic, right? Think about Giannis. Who do they have? Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, right? So you have to get those perfect complementary pieces. 
Tobias is not it. I can't wait to get rid of that. You know how much Tobias is going to get paid next year? The most on a team, by the way. $40 million. 40. Do you know how? I mean, imagine replacing that contract with two value players. Just two value guys that can, you know, be $15 million players, hit a couple threes, and defend the perimeter. $40 million for Tobias Harris. They got to do something. Expiring contract, send it off to OKC, take back a couple young guys, and uh, clear some space next year. All right, let's get a couple more on here, man. Shout out to all the callers. Bring in the heat. Let's go to the 267. 267, what's going on, man? Two six seven. What's good? What's good? Hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm listening to everything, and uh, a lot of people want to trade in the trade Oregon, Bill Mackey. But uh, there's a couple things before we do that. So there's a money issue. So the problem is you still got Darren Murray in charge of hiring and you know getting other players. And then you also got Doc Rivers. A lot of people like Joel Embiid. You know, the whole entire city is built around Joel Embiid. So he's probably not going to be traded. So I think a lot of a lot of uh, fans got to vote with their feet, vote with the money, you know, because this is not it. So what do they do then? I mean, I don't know. They, they need to get somebody, you know. Call somebody. I don't know. It's just... Is not it. Um, there's a lot of things that you could do. Uh, like, I think probably the first thing you need to do is get rid of Doc and Doc um, get, get rid of Doc Rivers and um, Darren Murray. Darren Murray, he brought Redman here. The boy is a zombie at this point. So. And yeah, I mean, uh, not see a future with Isaiah Joe. Doesn't make any sense. I agree with that. I yeah. agree. Uh, a lot of people think we can still win with the lead, but he gave up in the last in the last in the game seven against uh against the Celtics. Um I don't know, I think it might take some time. I'm not really sure that we should completely uh trade and beat, but if we no, it's a, it really depends, you know, on what the Sixers think we should do with this team. Because as it stands the very we're not getting out of the second round. We're not, you know, going to win anything anytime soon. Only your only thing is to really get rid of the management that brought here, and then uh, trade and be somewhere where you can actually win. You know. All right, man. Appreciate the call. Um, I I got to be honest. I had a hard time following what you were saying there. Um, I feel like you were indecisive, which is kind of how this team is right now. This fan base. I mean. You know, saying, I, I don't know, it depends, then trade and beat, and then maybe we can win, and then we can't get out of the second round. I don't know, man. Obviously, right now with this current team, you cannot get out of the second round. Now, do you want to keep the MVP, keep Tyrese Maxey, and try to get the best fitting players around him? It's going to be hard, given the fact you don't have draft assets, and you know, you're trying to get rid of that Harden contract and probably the Tobias contract. It's possible if you go out and finesse a couple teams or maybe get, you know, maybe a couple 26-year-olds that are on the rise that, you know, are still under the radar. But 
you know, if you decide to trade in B, then you're going with a retool. And you're going with a retool. Obviously, Joel will keep you relevant every season, but he has to come out with the right mentality and he has to be the best that he can in, in the big time games. You know, he's 0 for 3 in game sevens. Hasn't played the best, but at the same time, you know, he does get tripled every possession. You know, he, he hasn't had the most help over the years, but in this game seven, that was on him and he needs to be better. $5 super chat from Riaz says, RB, do you think the Sixers should have traded Simmons for Halliburton and healed when they had a chance, could have kept their picks, Curry and Drummond? You know, a lot of people can talk in, uh, in retrospect and say they should have done this and this and that. At the end of the day, I think they went out and got a former star. I think they got a guy with experience. And I think James Harden, at least in a regular season, did what he had to do. And I think he helped him be. I wish he could have been a little healthier last year. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're looking back now, yeah, of course you would want Tyrese Halliburton, the guy's blossoming into a star. I always liked Halliburton. But you can't really just like go back and pick a moment in time now and just say it would have worked out perfectly, you know? Sixers might not have even been as good as they were this year with Tyrese Halliburner or last year. Would they? Maybe, maybe not. You never know what would have happened. You don't know how that fit would have played out. How would Tyrese Halliburton, you know, have been this year with a center like Joel Embiid, right? James Harden had to shift his entire game. James Harden had to shift his entire game. Could Tyrese Halliburton have done that? Probably. But again, he's still very young. He's developing. If you're, if you're talking about looking now to the future, of course I would like to have Tyrese Halliburton with Tyrese Maxey. 100%. 100%. But it, it is hard to kind of look back. And I, I, you know, I still don't think it was a king's package of Simmons for Halliburton. I mean, that's the rumor, but I can't say that for sure. I think you would have probably had to throw picks in there because people, people want to have short-term memory they don't realize that Ben Simmons was never going to play for the Sixers again. Like, just getting off that contract was a win. Just getting off that contract was a win. You had to give away draft picks to get off that contract. That's how bad it was. So, whether the trade was good or bad at the time, the Sixers still had an opportunity right here to go in with another star with Joel Embiid. They just didn't get it done, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Cat on the move with the $5 Super Chat says, RB, if they can't run it back, but they keep Embiid, what the heck do they do but run it back? Can the Sixers trade Tobias for a perfect wing? Well, that's kind of what I just said, Cat. Um, that's the only other option, in my opinion. That's the only other option, in my opinion. You either go out and you trade Tobias Harris and get a, a quality power forward slash wing that can fit with Joel and Maxi which, again, you got to find the right fit, or you go out and, yeah, I mean, you got Tucker still in this team for a couple years, so you have to target that, that power forward position. You have to get more shooters. You have to get a bench. There's a lot you need. It all comes down to James Harden. And, and again, this is why the Sixers still benefited from the Ben Simmons trade because James Harden is only here one year at a time, right? He has a player option, but it's not four more years where you're attached to this guy and that is why I do not want Daryl Morey to give him a four-year contract because then you're just throwing it down the drain. I know Daryl is best friends with James Harden. You cannot give him that contract. No way. No way. 
Absolutely not. KZ in the chat says, Maury could have gotten De'Aaron Fox. That's not true. Uh, kept Seth and Drummond. Yeah, and, and what have they done? Seth Curry has fallen off a damn bridge. Seth Curry is not the same. He continues to get injured. Andre Drummond, what is he doing in Chicago, man? You could have re-signed Andre Drummond. You could have re-signed him this offseason. He did nothing for the Brooklyn Nets. They got bounced in the playoffs 4-0. They did nothing, okay? They, they were not as good as you thought they were. And that is the fact of it. We'll go to a couple more callers, man. We still got a lot on the line. Uh, shout out to everybody in here, man. We still got almost 600 people. Guys, hit those likes up, man. We should be at 300 likes right now. And um, yeah, man, we'll, we'll get to a couple more callers. And then we'll get off here. All right, let's go to the 484. 484, what up? Going once. Going twice. What's up? There he is. What up? All right, never mind, man. Didn't have the energy. Guys, you, you got to come with the fire, man. We got, we got a lot of callers on the line waiting. You know, I, I know you guys are interested in my day, and I'm interested in you as well. Pause. But, but come on, man. We're, we're not here to have a cup of coffee, all right? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But um, come on, guys. Bring the fire, man. Shout out to that guy who and my man was at work. My man was at work driving the, uh, driving the machine around and, and ranting about James Harden. Shout out to him, man. Come on, man. All right, let's go back to the line. Let's go to, uh, let's see. 267. 267, what up? Yo, man. What's up, man? Yo, man. I don't even know what to say right now. Like, I'm just at loss of words. First off, who, who do we have on the line, man? Let me get your name. It's like my name is Elijah. Elijah, and and I think you got the stream on in the back. So just turn that down a little bit for me. Turn that turn that uh, stream down a little bit in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, all good, man. Elijah, how you feeling, man? Terrible. I'm I'm so heartbroken. I feel you. That hard Philly sports fan. Like it's it's like after the loss after the loss I was so at loss the words yo like no dogs no dogs on the team no dogs but PJ no heart mm-hmm. no no nothing like you got Marcus Smart hitting threes and trolling and and just celebrating like I, and I'm looking at Harden and and B like are y'all gonna respond like y'all what, what's up where the heart at Yo Elijah isn't it disgusting man like 5 years ago you get bounced by the Celtics they're celebrating they're doing all that stuff they're f- and then you know a couple years ago in the bubble they wipe you off the floor and then yesterday they're singing na 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 hey hey goodbye like it's just it's so embarrassing dude Right yo I'm Philly born and raised like what well, like what's up with that like what what's the like like come on dog no fight like they celebrating, they singing this bullshit, all of this shit going on in the crowd. Like, y'all not hearing that? I'm watching the game like, yo, what's up? Yo, like, uh, mm-hmm. well, let me let me just get it. Let me just get to what I, what I, let me get to the point. This yep. is what I think we should do this offseason. We need to find a way to get rid of Harris's contract. Get him the fuck off. I'm sorry, excuse my language. Get him off the fucking team. 
He's terrible. The dude has no legs. Like, I'm seeing Jason Tatum toy with him. He plays with no heart, like nothing. Mm. Like, he's he's garbage. Two points in game six. Are you serious? We get 15 points from Harris. We win in that, John. Like, <laughs> like what's up? Like, get him off the team. Uh, Find a, get, get rid of Harris. I say let go of Harden. Find a way to get Damian Lillard on the team. And package humming and B with a with, and, and put put a lot of young and three and young a, a lot of young three and D players on the team, young hungry wings that could defend and shoot the three good. And I I feel like we'll be good. Like just I, find some dogs. Like I know I'm early. I heard you say Miami got all these like undrafted players and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. They dogs. They're young and hungry. Like they they got something to prove. We got James Harden on the team. He doesn't give a fuck about improving his game to me. Like I feel like he after the games, he's out he's off to Vegas with little baby and shit. No, we need players that young and hungry. I look at little I, I I see Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard, he plays basketball and his free time he's boxing. Dude, come to Philly. We got some of the best boxing gyms in the city, in the country. Come over here. We love that shit. That's that's Philly right there. That's toughness. That's grit, grind. Bring like just bring some dogs to Philly. Give us some dogs. I've been supporting the Sixers since I was born in 97. My earliest memories of AI winning the MVP, like, it, it was just so joyful. But ever since then, like, I don't know, man. I just don't know. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. I've been, <laughs> I've just been so heartbroken. Elijah, man, appreciate the call. A couple too many F-bombs for me, but I, I let it slide because, man, he was pouring his heart out. I like that. The only thing that Elijah said I can't get down with is, you know, he's talking about Dame. He's talking about these guys. Yeah, it sounds beautiful. Please. How are you going to get it done? How are you going to get it done? What's what's the cliche saying? It's like a goal without a plan or something like that is is nothing but a dream. Something like that. I can't even think right now. I'm I'm still frustrated. But it's like, bro, how are you going to get this done? I I hear you. if you're asking me, the first thing you got to do is, is get rid of Tobias Harris. Before Doc, before James, anybody, you got to get rid of Tobias Harris. You have a max player who is constantly putting up like 12 points a game when it matters most. Not even sometimes. Not even. So I agree with uh, Elijah there, man. You, you got to get rid of Tobias Harris. It is time to get a natural power forward on this team. Why can't you just have a 3 and D guy that can get in somebody's face, that can go up, clean the glass? I know Paul Reed is like that, but he can't shoot. If Paul Reed could shoot, I would say put him at the four, man. I would say put him at the four, and there you go. If Paul Reed develops a jump shot, six foot nine, perfect, perfect prototype. Let Paul Reed go out there and play the four. He just can't shoot. And, and that's a common theme here with the Sixers. Guys that can't shoot. They don't develop. They don't develop. They keep drafting these young players. How about Jaden Springer, man? He looks like he took a step this year, right? How many times do we see him on the floor? He comes in during garbage time. He comes in during janitor hours. Are the Sixers ever going to play their draft picks? And, you know, not to rub it in anybody's face. But how many times, I mean, we this show right here, this should be called the Isaiah Joe tirade. We were on Isaiah Joe from the beginning, from, from the draft days. 
and he got limited minutes, and there's people out there that say, oh, Isaiah Joe didn't perform in his time in Philly. Like the one caller said, how are you going to perform when you get three minutes of action and you're on a short leash? Oh, you make a mistake, boom, you're, you're done until February. No, that can't be how it goes. You saw it with Paul Reed, right? He made some mistakes, then what? You gave him consistent minutes, and what happened? He became a damn good player, and he's still young. Got to give these guys some run, man. Got to give them some run. $5 Super Chat from Cat on the Moon says, A forgotten thing is Daryl traded Thibel for McDaniels, and he didn't even play in the playoffs other than garbage time. Another wasted asset. Cat, I think you're spot on right there. But my question to you and to the people out there, why didn't Jalen McDaniels play? Is it because of him? Or is it because he's young and he doesn't get any minutes? Would Thibel have even stepped on the floor in the playoffs? Probably defensively, right? But could he hold his own offensively? The Sixers keep getting these one-dimensional players and can't develop them. They can't develop them. I like Jalen McDaniels from the beginning, and then he fizzled out a little bit after the injury, and he doesn't see the floor in the series. You need a coach that is willing to play young players. And the Sixers just have not had that. They have not had that. And that's how I feel. $5 Super Chat from Mr. 89. He says, 2013 drafted 13 players, six number one picks, and only kept one. Uh, Joel Embiid flushed the process and sell the team. 40-plus years of failure from 1982. Team future doomed. What do you guys think about that? Agree or disagree? You know, this is actually making me feel better, man. Because it's finally, everybody's letting the frustration out. Maybe this will heal. Maybe this will heal us a little bit. Obviously, we're going to get into talks about the offseason and things. But this is just pure frustration. And I hear you, man. It's frustrating. Frustrating. Team future doomed. What do you guys think about that? All right, we'll do two more callers, man. We got a lot of people on the line trying to buzz in. Shout out to all the callers, trying to get to all the ones that we can. All right, let's go to the... Let's go to the 215. 215 on the line. What up? Yo, what's up, RB? What up, man? Who, who do we have on the line? It's Coos, man. Who's Philly, up, man? dog. What's Yo, up, man? man? I got a, I got a hot take, bro. All right, let's hear it. I think that we should probably, I think that we should probably in the off season. I think we should probably try to get Siakam and package Bias and George Niang and Shake Milton and send them to Toronto. Then also try to, you know, uh, get some three and D players from uh, maybe Orlando. Somewhere where we can just dig into some people, maybe uh, get some p- players off the paces. I can see a hey. couple of uh, uh, a couple of uh, we need to like get our bench together, man. It's just bad, brother. And I'm I'm a big Sixers fan, bro. Like I watch every game. I watch all of your streams, bro. I'm a huge fan of you as well. Thank you, man. Um, been watching you all season, bro. You've been killing it, bro. I'm not gonna lie. You're probably one of the bright spots of this whole thing. Oh, thank you. Because baby. I can't tolerate this anymore, man. I mean. I'm a huge fan of Embiid. I'm a huge fan of Harden, but I think Harden is past the season of twilight. 
time to get him out of here. I mean, he deserves more, and I'm not going to bash the guy because, I mean, he's, he, he's once an MVP, and I know he probably shit the bed this time, but, I mean, I don't hear people talking about Giannis when he just shit at the bed against, you know, uh, Miami, who was just a playing team. But, you know, they, they grind us up, but you know how it goes. Uh, yeah. Being a Philadelphia fan, and they put us down, uh, I think that, uh, you know, Adam Silver just has it out for us. Who cares, right? Um, no crying here. Just saying that uh, in the off season, I think that we should probably try to get Siakam. I think that's probably the best fit that we can get. And if we can keep James Harden, that would be great. But if we can't, then I think Hart, uh, Maxi needs to develop his own ball. I think Maxi needs to develop his own ball, uh, his uh, actual uh, own ball game, and start to uh, become more of a a uh, facilitator instead of just sitting around being a shooting guard. And I know that the guy is uh, a great uh, – he's, he's probably the best player we have on the team besides Embiid. And, and at times he's better than Embiid. I'm just going to keep it honest. But Embiid will get the shine because he's that guy, right? But yeah. to me, to be honest, uh, I think that the thing that we should do, I know it's probably not a hot take that everyone is going to agree with, but I think that we should get – be awesome. I think he'll be the best fit for us because he, he's everything that we need Tobias to be. But, uh, you know, it's over for Tobias, man. Give, him, give the guy his money and get him the fuck out of here. All, All right, right RB, Kuz. man, I'm out of here. I got to get something to eat, man. I'm in Buffalo Wild Wings right now on the Boulevard, hey. brother. I'll talk to you later, Shout out to you, man. Appreciate I- it. Appreciate it. Shout out to Kuz, man. You know, somebody in the chat, Mr. Roddy, said, why, why is RB laughing when, when anybody brings up Tobias? Let me tell you why, man, because shout out to Kuz. You know, Siakam probably would be a better fit for this team. But here's the thing I'm laughing at. A man said trade Tobias Harris, George Niang, and Shake Milton. Go to the Raptors. Let's go to Masai Ujiri and say, yeah, here's Tobias Harris. Here's George Niang. And here's the leftovers of Shake Milton. And we want to take your star. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Let's go to the let's go to the ATM. Let's go to the bank and and, and bring five pennies and ask for a hundred dollar bill. What are we talking about, man? <laughs> Come on, man. Let, let, let's let's uh let's trade uh Jaden Springer, uh Mac McClung, Michael Foster, Georges Niang, and, and let's trade Furk on Corkmaz and get Damian Lillard. Like, come on, man. Come on, we got to be realistic here. Time to be realistic, man. Uh, I know the contracts are, are equal, but we got to think now. Do you think Toronto's doing that? If Toronto did that, no way. <laughs> no way, man. Uh, Cat on the Moon, shout out to uh, you for becoming a Fire Take Nation member. Shout out to all the channel members. $2 super chat from Alesh Tomakar. Thank you very much. <laughs> For supporting and cat on the moon with the five dollar super chat says had to tighten the belt and let my membership drop, but now I'm back to support the fire take nation while we start the process 2.0. Oof, I did not want to hear that to end off my night. Appreciate the uh, the super chat, guys. Be sure you join the Discord as well. The links down in the description. We're gonna start doing uh, specific member call-ins from the Discord as well, so be sure you're tapped in there. All right, we'll go one or two more because you guys are killing it tonight. Still got like 30 people on the line right now. Um, Guys, I need everybody to hit the like button. Push this show out. Appreciate everyone tuning in. A lot of off-season content coming. All right, we we need a couple good ones to end us off. I need need the frustrations. I need them to come out, man. All right, let's go to the four 
oh eight four oh eight what up four yo orby can you hear me <laughs> yo what up man yeah um um so like do you know who running back philly is right i do yeah so he like i was watching his um live and he said like um Trade Joel and B for Bam Adebayo and Tyler here on some picks. Do you like agree with that? Um, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero and picks. I I can't trade Joel for that. I'm sorry, that's just not equal. Um, right now, do the Heat even want to do that? They're in the conference finals again. <laughs> They're in the conference finals. Do they want to trade their team right now? I don't know. Um, but no, I'm not. I'm not trading for Bam Adebayo. I'm not trading for a six foot nine center. Sixers go for two centers and they go for a six foot nine center. No, thank you. And so, like, do you know how like many Sixers fans like they don't want Doc Rivers? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, which coach like that's currently like fired that you want? I don't know yet. I'm not there. I'm not there. I think there's three really good coaches that I think could be of value. Absolutely. That have been to finals, um, but I'm not. I'm not there yet. I don't know. I'm still coping with this loss. Um. So, like, where do you think Tobias and James will go? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Again, still coping with the loss. But right. I, I think yeah, they. I, I think they got to make some changes, man. And, and I think they will. I think the hand has been forced at this point. And then, so, like, um, one last thing. Do you think they will keep, like, you guys will keep Daryl Morey? Do I think the Sixers will keep Daryl Morey? Yeah, probably. I don't see him going anywhere. I mean, unless there's some top-notch GM that becomes available and they say, let's jump ship. I I think this ownership group is set with Daryl Morey, and I think if anybody's going to go first, it'll be the coach. But, yeah, I don't see them doing an entire wipe uh, of the whole front office. Even though I think Elton Brand so like shouldn't be the, making decisions, but for the Sixers next season, do you want to like to see them play like the young guys, Jaden Springer, and like something to like make them develop? Yeah, man. Uh, appreciate the call, by the way, and and yeah, I, I think they have to start playing young players. I, I think that is the goal. I think that is the mo of good teams. They start playing young players. They develop the young players. AKA Boston, Golden State, Miami. They play undrafted players. They do all that stuff. And then what do they do after that? They develop them into stars and they go to championships. Sixers have been stuck in this, like, it's like this, like, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like, the Sixers are here. Then there's like this existential state that they're stuck in. They, They can't go to the next dimension, right? The Sixers can't go. They can't unlock the next door. They're just stuck in the hallway. It's like they're stuck in, in they're frozen. They, they can't get to the next spot. But no matter what they try to do, they look for all the clues. They, they look for the hidden key. They, they try to screw up the floorboards. There's nothing there. They're just stuck. Got to take a step back, go back forward. Speaking of running back Philly, man, he's here in the chat. Shout out to my guy, run it back, DJ Eastwood with a $10 super chat. Says that that Eastwood guy is right. You have to trade Joel because next season he's 30, and if he's not healthy again, 
He has no value after that. Seven footers don't play until 37. And that right there is a valid point. That's what we said earlier in the show, man. Joel Embiid is current. This is the case for trading Joel Embiid. He is at the highest peak value he'll ever be at. He's not 26 anymore. He's turning 30. And then at the same time, you have no other way to get better other than trading Tobias Harris and doing a sign-in trade for James Harden. But based on what they just showed you, you're not going to get a lot of value. And they're not trading Tyrese Maxey. So the only way to stack five draft picks, if you were to go in that direction, and get a you know a couple quality role players, get, for example, a Michael Bridges-Cam Johnson combo like that, not those players, but like that kind of haul, is to trade Joel Embiid. And you have to hope that he would not get injured if you do keep him on this team. That's always a question. So that is a very valid point. It's a valid point. And I think this is the first time we're going to have those conversations. All right, we will do one more call since we have 30 people on the line. But uh, I'm just going to pick someone and give me your thoughts, man. Callers have been great tonight. Let's go out to, um, this one says Los Angeles, California. All right. Let's go to L.A. What up? What's up, man? What up, man? No, man. I just got to keep it real, man. Please uh, do. Please I've been a do. big Harden fan all my life. And this is the first time where I have to admit that he's a choker. And Wait, unfortunately, what did you say? Man, I'm so, I didn't hear you. He has no value no more, man. Like, his value is at the lowest. People keep making up all these trades and stuff for these players, but how they perform in this playoffs, man, who's going to want them? James Harden is have a to, choke. For Tobias Harris trade, you're going to have to trade him for a player that didn't do good in the playoffs. And this is just my opinion. You know, I, you know, I like to do trades. So just give me a, an honest opinion about this trade. So what about we trade Embiid for a Coral, Mobley, and Allen? You know, you have Donovan Mitchell. I said you have Donovan Mitchell right now, right, with Garland. How disappointed are they going to be if they go back into the playoffs and lose? You know? You can't just keep running these teams back and forth, back and forth. You're going to have to make a major trade. Mobley got exposed. Allen got exposed. Yeah, yeah. You, these, you just said it right there. They, they got exposed. And so these, it's... And beat garbage. Let, let's just keep it real. <laughs> and beat isn't a garbage player. The issue is the Philly does not have enough to make a major trade to change the franchise. That's a fact. No, I, I'm sorry I hear you. for all the Philly fans out there who love. I'm, I'm just. I'm a Philly fan. I'm telling you right now, there is nothing that they can do to fix this roster. And nobody and, wants to buy it. Nobody wants Harden. Listen. Embiid and Maxi are the only two players who have value on this team. Listen. And at this point, oh, go, go ahead. My bad, Bob. My bad, Bob. No, I'm no, not worried. Sorry about no, that. No, I'm just saying, man. Like that's a val- That's a very valid take right there. That's a very yeah. valid take. My thing yeah, is, you trade. You just said Mobley and Allen got exposed. The mm-hmm. they, they got exposed. Yeah. So I, I can't go for that trade, but you are making a valid take. But with the, the thing uh, is this. So check this out. This is, this is my idea, right? Those players got exposed because they're young. And in the, in the system, in the Cavaliers, you're expected to win now. That was a win now team. It, it was. And Mobley has so much potential. I like you them. can't put that pressure onto a player like that. You just can't. And Embiid doesn't have a lot of time, man. He's injury prone. He's getting older. 
what he had, maybe another two years. But what can you build around that team? You just can't. You're not going to play Maxie. I hear you. Harden, man. you can't get rid of him. Tobias Harris, the best trade that I got is maybe a Jordan Poole. You know, Jordan Poole was garbage. Oh, no. <laughs> Tobias is garbage. You're going to have to trade for a garbage player because nobody, what are you going to get for Tobias? That's going to change your team. I, I agree with that. I agree. And that's why you're in a stuck position right here. You're, you're, you're in a situation where it's, it, you know what? It's been a good five, six years. Mm-hmm. You did everything that you could. You made every trade. You try to get a good coach. Yeah. It's over. Like the process, mm. it's, it's over. Mm. And right now, what you can get for Embiid, you can get a lot of value for that right now. I agree. Right. I agree, man. And just call it a day, man. You know what? He's the MVP. They made himself look like a fool. <laughs> it's his biggest. It's going to be his biggest regret. It is. And that is his biggest regret is winning MVP and performing the way that he did. It's going to haunt him for the rest of his career. Ooh. They will never let that go. Ever. And I just think that it's time, man. Like, how many people have we drafted? Bust. We trade them. They become stars. We traded Mikel Bridges. Look at him now. We chose folks over Tatum. <laughs> Look at Tatum. We chose mm. Tobias Harris over um, Butler. Look at us now. Tough, man. Bad, just, bad decisions. We, it just, it's just time. You know, as a, as a 76ers fan, I can't do it no more, man. I just can't. Hey, I hear you, man. It just, it just, it just, it, nobody wants to come to Philly. That's nobody. Hey, there's not one free agent that's going to want to come to Philly, besides maybe Bradley Bill. But is he really going to change the team? Bradley Probably Bill? not. Hey, I, I hear you, man. Val takes, and I appreciate the call, man. I, I enjoy the energy and the passion. I cannot get on the Cavs trade because I don't want to play with two centers again. But he did make some very good points. The Sixers are in a stuck position. That's what I said before the call, you know. How are you going to get better with this team without draft picks? Do you go and trade and be when he has this massive mountain of value, get five draft picks, get a couple role players, and, and try to retool around Maxi? Maybe that is the best option. I think he made a good – I think he's frustrated. I think he made a good point right there, man. But, you know, the, the, the Cavs – Nah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Let me ask you this. Would you rather have Joel Embiid traded for five first-round picks where you could pick your own destiny, or would you rather get guys that you already know just choke the playoff series? They should have beat the Knicks. They should have beat the Knicks. Like I said, it's either you get a massive haul for Embiid or you get the perfect two-way wing. I would, I would like to see Maxi a two-way wing in Joel Embiid. Like the perfect... Perfect fit. But can they get that right now? Can they get that? I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to all the callers, man. Absolute fire today. Um, we're going we're gonna, to... Actually, we'll, we'll go to one more caller, man, because this guy's been on the line for a while. He's been on the line for a while. Um, and then we will shut it down. But again, appreciate everybody being here. We will continue these shows throughout the offseason. Uh, let's go to our last caller. You better bring the fire, man. I'm putting him on the on the spot here. Let's see what he's got. 980. 980, what up? You've been waiting for a minute. Hey, how you doing? What up, man? How you feeling? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, my concern is keeping Doc, man. I like to get rid of him if possible and replace him with either Bootenhoser or Nick Nurse. 
uh, our pace is too slow for the modern NBA. We, we need to move at a faster rate, kind of like Golden State was. Is that, a, is that a coach thing, though, or is that a player thing? You know, like, can you do that with Joel? That's my question. I don't think you can do that with Joel. I think it's time to move off Joel. He's hurt every postseason. We need more of a championship culture, and he, he doesn't provide that. His mentality does. It's like they won't allow him to maximize his full potential. Like, this guy can average 40. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you didn't show up in the in the biggest game so far in his career, and it's frustrating, very frustrating. Every season is the same thing, man. Every season, yeah, we got to move him. We got to get rid of Doc. We need a, a a coach, not a players coach. We need a coach coach. Ooh, I like that. A coach coach. We we need somebody who's going to play in Isaiah Jail. How about that? We need somebody who's going to play a young player. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't develop young talent. Our offense is too stagnant. It's predictable. It's just old, man. Yeah. It's outdated. Yeah. This is 2023. <laughs> we're playing in 2008. Honestly, we're playing in 1989 right now. we got a center, controlled everything, and we got slow guys on the perimeter. Yeah, this can't make it in the modern day. I, I was fooled. I fell for it again. I thought I just wanted to see one postseason run of Harden and Embiid and they failed. And I'm I'm sick about it. Yeah, they, they both hold up the ball. They just dribble and dribble with Harden and, and Joe's so slow. I mean Yeah. It's not like he's Giannis or he got a whole bunch of space that he's operating out of and dishing and we just play slow, man. It's, yeah. We can't win. Yeah. Hey man, I appreciate the call. Hey, thanks a lot, man. You have a good day. Thank you, man. You as well. Um yeah, there were there were games this year where Sixer fans had so much fun watching Paul Reed and Shake Milton. Remember that remember that eight game stretch in like December where everybody was just winning and running the floor. I mean, we weren't obviously better than a lot of the teams, but we were just running the floor, moving the ball like anything. I think that's what Sixer fans want to see. I think I think they want to see that refresh and just play more modern like have a guy that can give you 50 in a, in a game where you have to clinch a playoff berth who can just make it look, right? Like just the optics of it. Like, just just play modern-day ball. And I don't think you can run the floor with a Joel Embiid like that. So, yeah, man, it is frustrating. But that is where we are at. Shout-out to all the callers, man. Great stuff tonight. And I, I feel better. Sixers therapy did me well. Sixers therapy did me well. Shout out to everybody out there in the show tonight. Once again, shout out to Aura for sponsoring tonight's show. Go check them out. Be protected from the fraudulent behavior of the 2023 76ers. Aura is your leading provider in digital safety and fraud protection. Get two free weeks of their trial run. Click the link down in the description. That being said, man, a lot of big changes to come. Although this hurts right now, although this is, is very salt-in-the-wound-like, it has to get better, man. It has to get better. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, at RBPhillyTake. I'll be tweeting a lot over there. Follow the Instagram page, at PhillyTakeWithRB, and join the Philly Take Discord to stay updated on all of it. And with that being said, man, big decisions loom for the Philadelphia 76ers. 
They got to make something happen, man. Five years eliminated out of six in the second round. Too much, man. You've hit your breaking point. Retool, rebuild, run it back. Who knows what's going to happen with this team? But we'll be covering it like we always do. Shout out to all the channel members, man. You guys have a great rest of your night. Catch you on the next one. Peace.